Welcome to For What It's Worth podcast. I'm your host, David Oglesby, along with my co-host, Bronson Stewart, from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Each week, we talk about topics ranging from sports to politics to pop culture, but our ultimate goal is to weave the truth of Jesus into everything we do. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, and mention it to a friend. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of For What It's Worth. And it's deja vu all over again, David. It feels like uh, I went to the New Mexican restaurant here in town. Uh, it's uh, a place called Sargento's. It's known for taking a really long time. I was in there so long, I walked out. It was March 2020 again. Like, I'm, I'm so confused. We have COVID back in the news, and we've got COVID back in the news for a lot of reasons and a lot of different ways. And so we're going to start there. Uh, because we've got school shutdowns taking oh, place. Fun, fun, fun. This is what is happening right now. School shutdowns uh, are taking place. Uh, let's go there. Let's talk about that. Uh, a recent decision was made to close an elementary school in a district. A certain elementary a, school? A certain elementary school okay. in a certain district, but not close the middle school and the high school. Hmm, funny. Additionally, uh, in that district, this is happening all over the country, by the way. Uh, but additionally, all sports would still play. So in essence, a third grader could go to a Friday night football game, sit amongst their whole class, but it's deemed not safe enough for them to be in class together. What say you on kind of where it feels like we just went backwards 18 months? Well, it seems kind of funny. I thought we were past the shutdowns, you know, and uh, remember it was what was it? Eight months to slow the spread? What I don't it? even know. It's 15, 15 days. 15 yeah. days. Just do your part, spread. David. Man, do your part. But I just, I don't get it. It makes no sense. I don't even know how we, how do we, how do we come to a decision on this? Like, who, who, who calls the shots on this? Who, who know. says, who says, hey, we're going to shut it. We're going to shut it down. I don't know. I mean, I, that, 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 that I can't answer. Here's for a yet. better idea. What if we just, Locked all the kids in the elementary school, and they still went to school. Well, that wouldn't be safe either, because there would be no teachers there. COVID. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you, you've got to understand, okay, so... It's, this, it's hard for me to understand. You're a dad. Yeah, I'm a dad. And think, so, yeah. it's hard for me to understand, because I'm not in this position. I think that's the piece of I don't of have to this. scramble to right. figure it out. Correct. You know? And yeah, I mean, so... You, you find out at noon on Thursday that you got to find something to do for your kid... Uh, the the following day, and you know my day was supposed to look very different. I had meetings scheduled this and morning for a whole another week, and then on top all of that, next week, right? In some districts, Un- this just a uh, this a, this is a scenario we heard about in the news. Uh, the The statement that is often used during this pandemic is the statement "out of an abundance of caution," mm. just for your safety. Out of an abundance of caution. Uh, the outdoor flag football games that were supposed to be played are still going to be played for fifth graders, but not third and fourth graders. <laughs> out of an abundance of caution. I can't do this. So kids can eat, shop, go to church, and attend a football game next to each other, but they can't play a flag football game outdoors. Makes I mean, a lot of sense. The inconsistency and weakness of thought here is simply beyond my comprehension. And I think 
while this podcast does not have a massive platform and virtually no one will listen to you and me break this down today. Except our seven faithful faithful listeners. listeners. We appreciate you. There is a few things that I think I have been consistent with since I've been here and since we've been on the show. And that is that I just want to know information. I just want to know the facts. I want to make decisions based on facts, not how you feel about a situation. Mm. I just want to know the facts. So can you just give me a study where we know that the safest thing to do is to lock down again? I feel like it. Have you seen that Office episode where Toby comes back and Michael is like, I would like to get rid of him. And they're like, well, Michael, you can't get rid of him without cause. And he's like, well, it is because I hate him. That's That's what it feels like. You know, like, well, we can't just, as parents, we're like, well, you can't just shut down the school. You know, and then, and then they turn around and is like, "Well, we have we have quote unquote cause. It is because X, Y, and Z." And it, I, I feel like there's no, no there's no cause. there's no fruit. The, the, the simply the cause is out of abundance of caution. That's it, and and that is the that is that is a lie. If someone tells you out of an abundance of caution we are going to do this, then they are a liar because no information supports that. I have before you and me right here. You and me are looking at this. This is how people die in the U.S. I'm ready. Lay it on So here's what we've got. We've got currently, among all sexes, I'm showing David this uh, for those of you here. here. I've pulled all of these stats off the CDC website. So uh, all sexes, 0 to 17, all deaths from COVID, 412. 412 deaths. Uh if we go here to other causes of death, what we would see is that 412 0 to 17 year olds have died of COVID. 412. But what we would miss is that last year, just 10 to 14 year olds, 534 killed themselves. Wow. Just last year. Just last year, just 10 to 14 year olds. And you have to assume, though. Look at this number that skyrockets. 15 to 24-year-olds, nearly 6,000 suicides. We have an overdose death in this country that due to these lockdowns, listen what happened. Overdose deaths in 2019, 70,000. Overdose deaths in 2020, 93,331. Out of an abundance of caution, quit locking people down. It makes Mm. no sense. There's nothing here that supports it. More kids have been shot in just the city of Chicago alone this year than have died of COVID. Wow. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. There's some really incredible statistics out. We know that, listen to this about the vaccines, uh, people who are vaccinated from COVID-19, 7 million people who make less than $25,000 a year remain unvaccinated. Yet, people who make over 200000 a year, less than $1 million. So we want to talk about systemic targeting of people groups. Well, these we are targeting a people group. My daughters are home today, and they're going to be home all next week. Well, guess what? We have great internet. 
her, the, my daughters have parents whose jobs are flexible enough where my wife can continue mm. to go to work. We can make some adjustments. We can take the girls to the church. We are going to watch kids. The COVID Academy is COVID opening Academy. up Monday through Friday at First Baptist Franklin. And we are fortunate enough. But did our phones, they blew up yesterday, didn't they? Yep. The second, what are we supposed to do? I thought it was interesting. I was with a group of teenagers yesterday when this news came out. The very first teenager to speak said, but I watch my little brother when my parents work. We're, we're going to, again, send kids who are already a year behind in their learning. We're going to send them back home, isolated, poor diet. Oh, you want to feed them? Well, if you can drive all the way to the school. But you we, expect? <laughs> we literally run 15 buses. I mean, you know, so you can get... You can get lunch there. Meanwhile, we see that how they're what what's happening when they're alone. Last year, five to nine year olds, two hundred homicides. Wow, I think this one's crazy. One to four year olds, two hundred eighty four homicides. David, I'm not done, man. Uh, I know. To this. I, I see you. Listen You're to this. just getting started. Nine teens between the ages of 16 and 19 are killed every day on a roadway. Wow. In this country. So, David, out of an abundance of caution, why are teenagers still allowed to drive? Out of an abundance of caution, 4,054 16 to 19 year olds were killed while driving in 2020. 4,054. That same age group that has only lost less than 500 to COVID. Out of an abundance of caution, shouldn't we keep teenagers off the roadways? I mean, 16 to 19-year-old drivers are the most dangerous group of drivers in this country. Per 100 miles driven, they are more likely to be involved in a fatal accident. Now, they don't die at the highest rate. That is 80-plus drivers. So the two most dangerous segments in this country when it comes to driving a vehicle are 16 to 19-year-olds and those 80 and over. Out of an abundance of caution, should we just... Should we just Chalk bang? it up. I mean, out Chalk of an abundance up. of caution. I mean, out of an abundance of caution, why do we even leave our home? That's very true. Do you see where this is going, I think? Uh, I see where you're taking this. This is going to say there's a there's a risk associated with living. There's a seventy five percent of this country is vaccinated right now. Yet COVID cases are three hundred percent up. So you and I saw this stat that we wanted to jump into because some of our listeners, Ashley Cates, she doesn't like when we talk about sports. Sorry, Ashley. Yet the two are inextricably woven right now because last Labor Day we were told what. No football. I wasn't here. No football. The country. No football was played on Labor Day last year. Everything was... Here we are a year later. Everything was delayed. Were stadiums full last year on Labor Day? No. No. Couldn't go. Was the Big Ten going to play football last Labor Day? No. No. They didn't start till I don't know, October. Yeah. October. They only played six games. Six games. COVID. Yet this Labor Day... There's a 300% increase in COVID cases this year versus Labor Day last year. You see any empty stadiums this year? No. You were in a you were in a pre. I went to a middle night. school <laughs> game last night and it was packed. You know, and so uh, a lot has changed. I feel like a lot Something, of but, I feel like a lot of people have have come to grips with what you're saying. Is there's just risk with living? But but one of those things has to be incompatible. If it was too dangerous to play football last year. 
then they're lying to us this year. If it's too dangerous to fill a stadium last year, then they're lying to us this year. That's another good one. Okay. If football is dangerous, football is a dangerous sport to play. Out of abundance of caution, why do we play football? Well, they're trying to stop that. I mean, they're trying to end football. But I think It'll never what happen. I've long said, conversations Coach did and I used to have back in Tennessee, what I've long said is they don't want football for the safety. They want football for what it represents. Mm. And what did you see all over your television this past weekend? Well, a lot of – what did I see? Packed stadiums. I mean, really, truly, all I saw was Miami getting their Texas A&M, 106,000 people in red, white, and blue. Virginia Tech packed in Thursday Can night. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in six weeks at, at Texas A&M? I mean, Wisconsin – Eighty, I think. I think their number was eighty-five thousand. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium was packed for Alabama, Miami, packed. So what you see is you see college football fans have said enough, enough. And I thought last unless night unless you're LSU, they're still going to pack the stadium. And and I think it's incredible because last night you saw something really interesting. Joe Biden came out and he said. Vaccines are mandatory. If you have over 100 employees, the federal government's going to crack down. You must vaccinate your employees. He said that at, I don't know, 5 or 6 o'clock, something like that. Then last night at 7.20, what kicked off? Football, baby. Packed stadium in David's backyard, the bastion (laughs) of freedom, Florida. And 75,000 people packed the stadium, and the camera had to work to find someone in a mask. Yes. And they packed in... And so literally one hour earlier, Joe Biden said, the world is ending. You can never go back to normalcy without a vaccine. And then 75... 75- you can't even go back to normalcy <laughs> with the vaccine. 75,000 Floridians packed the stadium. I don't... <laughs> Listen, I'm not telling you I know the answer. I'm just saying the, the two things are not compatible. So they're, they're not telling the truth at one of the points. The question for us to decide... And for you as our listeners to decide, is it at what point are they not telling the truth? Right. There has, first off, if you are li- still listening to Dr. Fauci, I've got an incredible beachfront property that I would love to sell you in Colorado. That is, man, I mean, it's fantastic. It's got a boat, comes with a boat. You I got mean, me there for a minute. I was like, dang, bro, you never told me you had a beachfront uh, house dude, in Colorado. <laughs> 100 grand. 100 grand. It's a million square foot mansion right on the coastline in Colorado. 100 grand? Mm-hmm, 100 grand. cash. I just need cash wired to me, and the house is yours. And that's cheap. I might, I might hop on that. Follow the science, David. <laughs> Follow the science. If you can find it, you can it's yours. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, Dr. Fauci, uh, he he does not. He's not a college football fan. He was angry at all these. Angry. He was angry at all these things. So you you had a thought though. I did and, have a and thought. Let, let's just explore it because I want to. Uh, because I think it's important. We we understand that the country has said uh, you got to get you got to get. Uh, vaccines. Luckily for us, this is not an apples to oranges comparison. You and I have talked about this off podcast multiple times simply because of the role that Texas and Florida have kind of been thrust into in this debate. If they lose, if they lose an apples to apples comparison, then it's impossible for the, what we're just going to say, the opposition party uh, to whatever it is to have an argument. But so long as there remains an apples to apples. So we've got the country of Israel 
that is 100% vaccinated, leads the world in vaccinations, and are, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Last I saw, it was like a 7,000% increase in COVID cases. Israel's now saying four shots. You got to have four shots to be considered fully vaccinated. So we've got evidence. We've got Sweden. No masks, no lockdowns, and and COVID seems to be out of the way. We see it. It takes spikes. It goes in these kind of 20-day increments. But flesh out what you wanted to, to, to talk about because it's it's an interesting point. Yeah, it's it's and it's just something because your your average person is gonna have this thought, um, and it may feel contradictory when you first when you first talk about it or when you first hear it. So we've talked about how Joe has come out and said mandatory vaccines, right? Right. Um, and a lot of people are like, well, my body, my choice. Right? We we cry that, you know. No, but just then, one side just, tries that, but I see where you're going. Yeah, with it. okay. Um, but then, so like Texas just passed an abortion law. That's right. Right? And a lot of people are screaming, my body, my choice. Right. So where do the, where do the two, especially for us as believers, right? Because cause we are against abortion, right? But we're also kind of, I wouldn't say all believers, but... Um, some most people in general are against vaccines for the same reason that people are for abortion. Uh, hold on, I think they're against vaccine mandates. Okay, right. They want the freedom to choose. That's it's right. The same, and that's it's, right. I feel like it's the same thing on the other side. They want the freedom, for to, the freedom choose. to choose. That's right. So let's so hash that out for me. Yeah. What is there any inconsistency? Is there any contradictory? No, it could but, it couldn't be it couldn't be more simpler to defend. I don't want to get the vaccine. You think I have to be vaccinated. You don't feel like the vaccine and the mask protects just you. You feel like in order for you to safely go to the grocery store, you've got to be vaccinated and wearing a mask, and I've got to be vaccinated and wearing a mask. Mm. Okay. Well, you have the choice to not go to the grocery store. Send right. someone else, have it delivered. When it comes to an abortion, there's two lives. In our situation here, we both have an ability to choose in order to protect ourselves. Mm. In a situation, the abortion... The child doesn't have the ability to. Right. So it's very simple. That child has a right to. That child's body, that child's choice. Mm. So to end that body, once it's a viable living being, which we have so much data, the party of follow the science never follows the science. Like what? I'm so confused. Have you seen pictures of what? Like six weeks old, eight weeks old. Like these are at the point that, Fingers are formed and a pen, like that's a life and it's there. And, and so to me, it's super easy. I would push you a little bit further because I do think though you're onto something because there is a, um, I'm going to call them Christian leftists. Okay. So there's a Christian leftist. They were the ones who voted for Biden because kids in cages, which kids by the cages. way, kids Orange in cages. Orange man bad. Kids in cages. They're still in cages. If you haven't seen pictures yeah, of the border, figured that out. Uh, Has Kamala been to the border yet? Uh, yeah, but it's a safe spot, El Paso. Spot. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but just once. Um, and so they they point to that. They point to so what I hear a lot of time from what I'll call the Christian leftists is you can't be pro life and be pro gun rights. Okay, because guns kill people. Mm. So to be pro life is pro all life. Well. Unfortunately, 
I know there was a gun in your closet, and I was like, "Don't shoot." They're felt <laughs> they're failing to follow their own consistencies that they're pointing out about other people being inconsistent. Because if you say that, then what what about the ten thousand kids in Chicago ISD that they can't find right now because they haven't come back to school? Wow. What about all the kids in San Diego that the teachers union has literally sent the CDC the email saying this is what the mask mandates need to be and the CDC is obeying them because they're collecting a paycheck while kids sit at home and fall behind. That's not valuing life either. You who are screaming for consistency are being, the only thing you're consistent at is being inconsistent. Mm. A life is a life is a life. And I think the difference between how you and me kind of argue a lot of this stuff that's different from those out there is that we just say, just show me the facts. And the fact of the matter is when it comes to the vaccine, the vaccine works for a segment of the population simply because we don't know long-term effects and something is better than nothing. But at the end of the day, the group that is dying from COVID, we got it right here. All ages, 85 and over, COVID, 185 1,188. At 49 to 50, 40 to 49 years old, COVID deaths, 22,000. Wow. I think this is really interesting. 50 to 64, 106,000. That's a major jump. So there's a line to say, if you fall on this side of the line, at the end of the day, the threat is exponentially greater to you. Mm. But what's really wild, I think, is when I went through some of this and I looked, listen to this. 35 to 44. So the CDC doesn't necessarily break the age groups down the same. So 35 to 44 is 40 to 49 roughly. Okay, so COVID deaths, 40 to 49 is 22,000 people. Well, in 35 to 44-year-olds, 8,000 suicides. Wow. So we, we just kind of forget 10,500 from heart disease. But here's one that's I think really going to blow your mind. 45 to 54 years old. 8,012 last year died of suicide. 45 to 54-year-olds. Wow. And yet, last year, 600, number one killer in this country amidst the greatest pandemic the world has ever seen. What killed more? Was it COVID? Did COVID kill the most people last year? Yes or no? I'm going to go with no. No, negative. Because last year alone, 659,041 died of heart disease. That's not even the 18-month-to-date number of COVID. Wow. Get out of here. Get out of here with saying, I just don't feel safe sending my kid back to school without a mask while feeding them a McDonald's Happy Meal. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop it. You are not being consistent. Follow facts, Dang, call not McDonald's your like feelings. That. I love McDonald's. I don't. Tyler Gamble, great friend, owns a lot. You're in Madonna, Memphis, Tennessee. Go to McDonald's. Jackson, Tennessee. Go to McDonald's. Tell Breakfast. Bronson, tell Bronson sent you. Can you find it? But the fa- no, you can find those. <laughs> yeah. He owns like a hundred of them. <laughs> it's amazing. That's funny. But the fact of the matter remains is that you say, I, I just don't feel safe sending my kid back into a classroom. And yet you stick him in front of YouTube TV for three hours when they get home. The obesity rate... Over 20% of kids in the United States are obese. Stop it. Get out of here with your false fragility of emotion. I'm it just I'm just I just don't have time for it. Because I've watched these kids who next week families are gonna scramble to say, what in the world do we do now? 
Mm. And that's what we're scrambling for, man. And we're praying for wisdom because do we just got do we just need to homeschool our kids? I mean, we're we're already sending them to a the mission field that is public education by and large, and then you I think you and I have talked about this a little bit on the podcast of just the state of public university today of like why would I send my kid to a place that in four years is going to try to undo what I spent 18 years trying to Mm. teach them you know and so we come to this situation and to me it's just it's absolute it's absolute insanity when we look at at what's going on but I think there's even more to it here's what I think people are missing you may completely agree with everything I've just unloaded you may completely disagree but here's what I think has to happen. I think we've got to understand that the end, first off, you tell me, let's see what you, what is the end game? How do we know it's over? Like, what is, I thought the, it was what every, is the end game for them? What do they think will make the it? The end game was everyone game? get vaccinated. That's what I 75% think. 75% of means. the United States is vaccinated. That's COVID what I think the end game cases are 300% up. I, I disagree. I don't think that's the end game. If I just track back, and I, I jotted this down, but I don't really, um, I, uh, I, I, I didn't, my, my order's going to be wrong, okay? But I remember you know, two years ago, the Me Too movement spiked. Remember that? It spiked. Can we, we, can we all be on board with Me Too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Until Joe Biden was accused of doing something, and, well, Bill Clinton has... Like Hillary's literally had mistresses killed off. And so like then once that came out, where's the Me Too movement today? Mm. Where is it? It's Very nowhere. Furthermore, females are now, males are now competing as females in high school sports, collegiate sports, and even in the Olympics. What happened to Me Too? What well, suckered a whole bunch of people in and then they flipped the coin on them. I thought about, it's like Me Too, but not you. Black Lives Matter. Do Black Lives Matter. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. And th- and there's well-meaning people who are like, yeah, sign me up for that. But then why did every BLM rally have the gay pride flag at it? Because they somehow linked minority of choice to minority of birth. Those are two different things. No one chose to be black. You chose to be gay. Mm-hmm. But they linked those two things together. And now all of a sudden the BLM leaders, how many of them have, have, have been a accused of some misappropriations of funds. Quite a bit. Yeah, they're living in billion-dollar mansions. Then it was like, well, if one life is saved, it's enough, unless that life is an aborted baby. you know. And talk about Black Lives Matter, well, unless it's a conservative black like Larry Elder, who is just a white girl in a gorilla mask, throws eggs at him. I mean, that doesn't make a peep of the news. Unless it's inner-city kids with no access to education right now because their schools are still set down. Mm. Unless it's black aborted babies, which are aborted at a higher percentage than anybody else. Mm. So it was like, well, some black lives matter. One life is enough. Well, unless it's that aborted life or unless it's that kid in the inner city, unless it's that kid in wherever. Then it was lockdowns. Hey, just lockdown. 15 years to slow the spread. That's all we're asking of you, you know. Lockdowns gave way to masks. Just wear masks. That's all it was. Just put a mask on for the good of mankind, for your own brother. Put on a mask. Now what? Get a shot. Well, now it's not just get a shot. It's, hey, the people around you who aren't getting shots, they're the ones that are going to kill all of us. And at the end of the day, what it is, is it's a systematic movement away from your freedom. Mm. Because here's what's got to happen. You need the government to provide your health care. They want to take away your choice. You need the government to provide your health care. 
What have they done? They took away jobs. You need the government to send you your check. They want to take away your guns. You need the government to protect you. They're taking away your access to information by being integrated with Google and YouTube and all these kind of things. Facebook. Don't forget about Facebook. Facebook. Twitter. I mean, what what's the most powerful entity in the country? Is it the government? No. It's Google. Social media. I'll, you say Google or Facebook. Who's more powerful? I think it's Facebook. See, I think it's Google. We get we forget only t- less than ten percent of the country is even on Twitter. So social media feels like it's the deal, but Google controls what you can even dig up. You type in COVID exemption letter. You think Google's sending you a good exemption letter? Yeah. Heck no. You know. Not only that, they're probably tracking everything you're doing. So it's just a systematic deal. And here's the situation I'm going to point to. The Rachel Nichols situation at ESPN. Talk to me about it. I loved following Rachel Nichols. I followed her on Twitter. She was great. Then she goes woke. Why? Because you got to. Mm-hmm. But then, turns out, I don't know if you, maybe, oh, man, I should have had this. I didn't, this just came to my mind. Maria Taylor records a conversation with her. And she ultimately ends up losing her job because Maria Taylor makes these demands. And it's just that reminder that says, you will never be woke enough. Mm. You'll never be woke enough. You'll never be, you, you can never comply enough because as soon as you comply, they're going to move the line again. And so here's what's important. If you're listening to us today and you disagree with what we've said, what I would encourage you to do is do not look at what we've said. Look at the concept behind why we've said it. Mm. And if you disagree with our concept, then what I would say is you probably disagree with this country. This country that's been labeled so bad that Afghans were holding onto the tires of airplanes falling to their death because they desire to be here instead of there. So if you're outraged with what we've talked about, what we've talked about is the values that used to make America. Of like, hey, I can achieve this. I can be great. Mm-hmm. I can do some of this thing. We're going to look difficult times in the eye and we're not going to run. That's, that's not where we're headed anymore. But just know this. You can disagree with us But if you disagree with the ability to speak our mind and for parents to choose what's best for their kids, you think I intentionally want to put my kid in the most dangerous situation possible. I'm a great dad and we have a great home. And I recognize that the most important thing for my kid is to get a great education. Mm. And my kids should be in school on Monday. My kids should not be home. Right. This is senseless. We have sent my kid terrified home when the most dangerous thing for to happen was for me to drive to the school and pick them up. Because they are way more likely to die in a car crash. Motor vehicle crashes per 100,000, less than 13, 436 deaths last year. When we factor in 219, we're 1,900 deaths in the same age bracket that's only seen 400 from COVID. Out of an abundance of caution, quit driving. Quit driving. But we understand so if you have a problem with you what we're saying, you got me scared to drive home. I'm just kidding. If you got a problem with what we're saying, you know what you need to do? You need to examine though why we're saying it, mm. and know you will not be able to comply enough. Mm. You will not be able to be woke enough. 
They will come after you. They will get you. And they will flip the coin. And at the point that it's screamed. Don't you remember as a kid the boiling water frog? Remember that story? Pot of boiling water. I don't think I've ever heard the story. You should tell the story. Pot of boiling water. If you throw a frog in a pot of boiling water, it'll jump out. But if you put a frog in a cold pot of water and slowly turn it up, it will die. I think that's obviously you're like, yeah, duh. And it's happening before our very eyes. And I just think if you're a parent and you're continuing to say, hey, you know what? Look, Are you just... saying we're the frog in the cold water? Yeah. And if you say it's not that big of a deal right now. Oh, what's five days? Well, 15 days have become 18 months. And I don't think we're any better off than we mm. were then. And you just, it's really easy to look and see what is going on. Why is Dr. Fauci still on TV? He's contradicted himself time and time again. Why can Rolling Stone put the ivermectin story out there that in Oklahoma hospitals, people are gunshot victims are not being tended to because of people who took the wrong ivermectin? It's a false story. Twitter didn't flag it. Twitter didn't suspend the Rolling Stone Twitter account. Ivermectin, by the way, 2015 Nobel Peace Prize Medicine of the Year. That's what the media is trying to vilify, by the way. Hmm. Wow. It's just it's just insane. So wow. I think it's worth uh it's worth looking into. You got anything else? We got some fun things we're gonna talk about too, but I'm just a, we're just probably a little worked up today. You got anything else you'd add to I feel that? like you're a little you're a little worked up. But it's okay. Hey, tomato tomato. Tomato tomato. Uh, some caught worked up, some caught being right but i just no but i mean it's okay because you can take a deep breath we're about to go into two great days of nothing but football and so let's throw out some predictions hey first we we often save our application to the end and and i would just add something real fast i was reading the more this morning in uh in psalm 144 I believe it's Psalm 144, verse 4. And so here's the reason that I understand. Psalm 144, verse 4 says, Man is like a mere breath. His days are like a passing shadow. And at the end of the day, can I just tell you what I'm going to do these next five days? I'm going to stink and dig in quality time with my kids. Mm. That's all I got. I got nine years left with my oldest. That's it, Nine. Count down the days. And so what I know is that I got to make those days count. Mm. And, um, and so you're right. So that's that's why. You want to say, how do we make the leap from that to uh, picking four football games? Well, because I know that today's a passing day. So we got to wrap up this podcast so I can go have fun with them today. That's right. Uh, it was 60 degrees this morning. The, the pool is now frigid cold. Did you run this morning? Uh, I ran this morning. Yeah. Was it a nice run? It was a nice run. Yeah. Five and a half miles. Nice. Yeah, I probably logged, uh, so I did eight and a half on Wednesday. I've probably done 20 miles this week. It's better, 25 miles, which is better. Haven't been running a lot since uh, since my dad passed, and so it's been good to be back. That's why we got to produce some podcasts. We got to have stuff to listen to when yes, I run. To listen to. <laughs> yes, we listen to our own podcast. It gives <laughs> us listeners. It gives, it gives us, us listeners. So we can get it out you. to more people. Yeah, we're not fools. So, uh Football's back, baby. Praise the Lord. Last week was great. Praise the Lord. I think 
some people had come back to me and talked about how they loved our little segment on Alabama A&M. They loved that little segment. Um, some people agree with me about my sleeper in Old Miss. I thought they looked really good. Old Miss looked great. I thought I, I told you. Let the record the only state. Team that I picked A and M. I picked A and M to win, to win the SEC. We know Kent State better have been awesome. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, when I when I when I was starting to look around uh, at the games and I saw that it was it was what ten three at the half ten three at the half. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna turn this on. The fighting Texas Aggie band uh, and the twelfth man. They were they were nervous. Yes. So uh, quick, uh, Franklin last week took care of Hearn Highway seventy seven. Matchup, I mean, Highway 79 battle. <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was wild uh, was that that trophy's been in the weight room all day. If you remember, I predicted 49-20. Scores 55-15. It's not bad. Not, not far bad off. Not far. Not far off this week. The Lions travel to Cameron Yo to play the Yeoman. What's a Yeoman, by the way? Uh, Do you know? Yeah, maybe like an oil worker. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Google it. Okay. Uh, Cameron runs a spread offense, can put up a lot of points. Second like kinda, long. If you're like going a, to the game, if you're traveling to the game tonight, be safe. Uh, we will see you out there. But um, look for look for a couple things from Cameron. Uh, uh, look for Cameron to take uh, the slot receiver, stretch him vertical. Okay? Really going to stretch our safeties. Um, we're going to be depleted. What do you got? What's a yeoman? <laughs> a man holding and cultivating a small landed estate a freeholder okay the second one is a servant in a royal or noble household ranking between a sergeant and a groom or a squire and a page whatever okay what so, in the world so that's who that's who the lines are going to go play <laughs> we better stop and, uh, <laughs> you're going to see you're going to see cameron run a very dynamic offense are they going to kind of run similar to what Hearn did or no Hearn didn't execute that very well at all cameron's well, very very good okay um Second and long, they're going to be screen every time. This is going to be something to watch for tonight. Can the defensive line, a um, couple guys kind of dinged up. Not that Cameron would ever listen or find this podcast, but I'm not going to reveal who's dinged up. But a couple guys dinged up. And uh, so a couple backups in some spots maybe this week, just knowing that district play starts next week. And so um, can the defensive line, can they – Get penetration, then retrace their steps to track down the screens. You're going to get bubble screens on both sides. You're going to get vertical threats. Last year, that game was 8-8, and then Cameron goes 30 unanswered. So a lot to lot to redeem. I've got a very high-scoring game tonight because the Franklin offense is loaded. It's and lethal. It, it can't be stopped. No, it's hard. We really need the defense to dig in. It's a young defense. The only way Franklin's offense gets stopped is if they stop. Themselves. Yeah, they do something, a little holding penalty or yeah. they put the ball on the ground or whatever. And, and they're still working through some of those kinks. But, um, you know, I see I see something um, tonight, you know, 38, 35, 42, 41. I mean, I, I think this comes down to not field goals because I don't think any team kicks field goals. This comes down to a team misses extra point and gets a two-point conversion somewhere. I think it's going to be a really great game uh, to travel to Cameron, make the trip over there, and and see what they've got. So we'll see. Um, district play then starts uh, the following week with Troy here at home, and we're looking forward to that. But it's going to be a great week. Uh, to end, we're, we got four matchups this week. We're just going to throw out a little pick them here, and we'll see how uh, what we'll see. We'll try to keep a running total best we can throughout the season. And each uh, Friday, David and I'll pick four games. And we'll see who can do the best. And so first up, we've got Oregon at Ohio State. 
Ohio State favored by 14 and a half. David, what do you got there? Well, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed, as I talked about on our last podcast. I'm not impressed with Ohio State. Um, maybe it was just them working through some kinks. Uh, but I'm going to cross my fingers, and I'm going to go with Oregon f- for the upset on this one. You got Oregon on the upset. I got okay. Oregon on the upset. All right, I got I don't you. think it's ever too early for an upset. <laughs> it's never, too early. <laughs> never too early for an upset. Okay, so then we've got Florida. Who you got? Oh, oh, sorry. I got Ohio State. They're okay. one of the best four teams in the country. Their offense is dynamic. I don't know what you watched last week, but you did not see the same Ohio State team I saw. For the record, uh, and for what it's worth, shut up. I despise Ohio State. I hate them. Just can't stand them. However, they're very good, and you know me. I choose facts over feelings. Okay, Florida at South Florida. South Florida, your South Florida Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are uh, they're twenty eight and a half point underdogs. Do, they don't win, but props to Florida for not doing one of these like neutral. I mean, they're going to go to South Florida. I, I got. That's, I appreciate that. Nice Play a, a, a American athletic. South Florida's about sponsor. to get stomped. Okay, here's the bid. Here, do they cover? Does South Florida lose by less than twenty eight and a half? No, no, they lose by twenty four. They they lose by twenty four. That's less than twenty eight and a half. Oh. Well, Wait, then what kind then of education? I want to go on the flip. I had a Florida education. Come on, oh now. my gosh! On the flip side, then yes, they yes, lose they less. They, they lose less. Okay, I'm with you. Sue. I'm gonna go 24. Yep, I agree. Uh, big matchup here. My playoff team, the Fighting Texas Aggies. God, I hate Whoop. you. I hate you. Hey, I know. Listen, Ken, get a hold of your boy. I was in the Colt. I know all the tricks, dude. So, I'm just saying. You were there for a semester. No, a year. One whole year. One whole year. Yeah, one whole year. Listen, they, the indoctrination happens quick there. So <laughs> Colorado. So, I'm just kidding. Okay. A&M at Colorado. Colorado 17-point underdogs at home to the Aggies. Who do I you agree got? with that. I'm going I'm to go A&M. You got A&M. Yep. Yeah. There's no upset here. Nope. I agree. The Aggies, they're not rolling like I hoped they'd be rolling. They're exactly where I expected them to be. <laughs> Unfortunately, I really hope they'd look a lot better, but they didn't. Okay, and the last one, Iowa at Iowa State. Mm, this a, is a good one here. Four points. This is an afternoon who's matchup. The, who's the favorite? Iowa State favored by four and a half. Mm, but that wouldn't be an upset. Mm-mm. I'm going to go Iowa. Because they're eight, they're nine and ten, right? Yes, right, right out there. Iowa State's ranked higher. I'm going to go Iowa. Okay, and I agree. Iowa looked really good in the beatdown of Indiana last week. So we are in unison, split on Oregon, Ohio State. Oh, yeah, I got one more. What's that? Alabama versus Mercer. Stop it. There's not, even a, there's not even a line for the game. You can't even bet on it. What if you could? And yet Nick Saban out there. Did you see his press conference? He's pissed. Just not sure we're focused enough to play. I love Coach Saban. He said, Aflac. Anyways, uh, final final segment here. I, I thought this would be fun. We we watched a ton of football last Saturday, and hopefully we're going to do it again to, tomorrow. Give me your top four teams in college football. Let's go top to bottom. We're calling this the way-too-early playoff four. Okay. The playoffs started tomorrow, regardless of if it would even be possible to seed. The top four teams you're putting in, number one, Alabama. I think we're, we're in unison. Okay. Bama, yeah. Bama. Number two, who's you the go. second best team you saw? I saw Ohio State. 
Their offense, fantastic. The question mark I was can, their defense. I can put Ohio State there. After you but just I still picked think, Oregon to beat them. I still them. think they're going to lose. Well, I'm just going to put them there okay. for now. Okay. Remember, Bama? that was a feelings choice. I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just follow facts. Okay, your third team. Say something. I don't. I'm just stuck. Okay. I don't want to. It's not going to be Oklahoma. Nope. It's not going to be Oklahoma. Okay, for me, it was Ole Miss. They look really good. Now we just don't know that we just don't know about Louisville. This pumped is a neutral break. site game. I got Ole Miss. You got pumped the break at three. It's the way too early playoff four. They're the be- they're the put, third best team I saw I, on Saturday. I'm gonna put Georgia. Okay. I think Alabama Georgia play an SEC championship. Georgia loses. I just said it doesn't matter if it's not possible. But here's what I know. So Georgia's offense is atrocious. I mean, maybe atrocious. they just played a really good Clemson defense. Okay, but if it's not for the pick six by. Yongalele, the score is three to three. I know, but maybe they just have. Really you're not gonna defenses. win. You're not gonna win a. You're not gonna I'm make just it gonna plus. Put and number four, number four. Who you got? Who I got? Who I got? Well, if you've got Oregon beating Ohio State. Yeah, but no shot that they put Oregon in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. This is our playoff. You're terrible at this game. No, this is I'm not a. This is fans. legit. I'm just gonna tell the fans. This number is four, legit. The fourth best team in the country. Is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Stop it! Notre Dame Fighting Irish—they look fantastic. No, that oh, game. Notre Dame is the most overrated team of all time. That game was fantastic. Of all time, I'm—I would if I was a Florida State fan though, I'd be really pleased. Another, I would not be. I would be screaming. Why did Mike Norvell play the kid Travis for seventy-five percent of the game? I'm McKin- putting Cincinnati in at four. <laughs> Mackenzie Milton comes in and leads them down 18 to overtime. If Mackenzie Milton plays the whole game, Florida State wins. Yeah, but, but great composure out of Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame. Notre Dame is just going to come in and get smacked that's by okay. Bama. That's okay. At the, at the end of the day, that was that's a fantastic top four. What those if the, Iowa sneaks in there? Those are the four best teams. I feel I like saw. Iowa could sneak in there. No, Big Ten. Mm-mm. What are you talking happen. about, bro? Ohio State is going to run away with the Big Coastal Ten. Coastal Carolina? Thoughts. I'm just hey, kidding. <laughs> uh, my thoughts are Coastal Carolina is playing Kansas and is nearly 30 point favorites. Wow. Hey, what would be fun and what we need to do is we need to have a podcast talking about our top quarterbacks in college football. Okay. It's it's Bryce Young and then the gap is enormous. So, anyways. Oh well well breaking news that breaking news that just came down that. this morning. It's literally it's eleven o'clock right now. Breaking news. The Big Twelve is officially added. BYU, Cincinnati, Central Florida, and my Houston Cougars. And my, <laughs> my brother Cougars just sent away. me. My brother just sent me the new holy war, Baylor and BYU. <laughs> the Baptists versus the Mormons. Fantastic. My wife and I've been married for 13 years. Baylor and Houston have never played in football in 13 years. Wow. And until the final four, they had never played in basketball in 13 years of marriage. And so no, we had I know existed that was I know that was a in sheer happiness. Night. That was not, yeah, that was, um, I mean, I don't think I talked to Leah until early the next morning. <laughs> so we don't know what's going to happen. So if you're a marriage counselor out there, uh, we're going to need some help now Please. coming up 2023. But uh, again, I know it's a, it's a lot. We appreciate you joining us uh, and we hope uh, we, we hope you took something from it. We're getting ready to go have a great Friday. We hope you're getting ready to go have a great Friday. Just remember everything we've talked about has been our opinion. It's what we think and we hope it's of some value to you for what it's worth. 